Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those of you still on the fence figuring things out, welcome back to another episode of Derailed, courtesy of Archaic Skids. I'm, of course, your host, Archaic Skids, and we have Jose with us, which I'm excited about. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Just, just living life. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. Uh, tell people who you are. Um, Jose Galison. I have a podcast called No Way Jose. Um, like... 60 plus episodes deep. I think about 299 subscribers right now. So I'm like hoping someone gives me that last fucking one. That way I can mirror my shit up to library uh, or Odyssey or the fuck. You know, it's basically the same damn thing. Is um, that what you need? 300? I thought Odyssey you needed yeah. like 3,000. No, I, I think it's 300. That's how I checked. Watch, oh, watch. I'm going to hit like three, right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit 300 and then it's going to like fucking be like, oh, just kidding. We changed the threshold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, someone was telling me I can hit up Kaufman, the guy who runs it, and he just like hooked me up, but I was just like, I don't know. Just felt weird. I didn't want to ask. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I know about that is I watched an episode of uh, what the hell is that show called? Uh, Hotep Been Told You or something? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, and he was like, he won't even do it. He's like, nah. Apparently, they had some weird business thing that didn't work out. And I don't know. So he's like, I won't even use that. And I'm like, I don't. I have an Odyssey. I don't even remember the last time I uploaded anything to it. No. I just mainly use just like BitChute and, and YouTube until YouTube just goes, eh, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I'm waiting until 300 because I can sync it because like I just have too many things I already am manually uploading. I say that, but I only have like two. I, I, I manually upload to the YouTube and then I manually upload to my like uh, podcast or host thing that sends a bunch of albums. So it's like two things. But still, it's like I don't want a third. That's one more thing to keep track of. So it's like... If I can hit the point where it'll sink it, you know, it's fucking money. And I can just let it let it just sink up in my YouTube until they nuke me. Although they haven't yeah. nuked me yet. And I've said some, I don't know, fairly controversial shit. Although usually I, I like to talk about theory and stuff like that. Or just like, so I don't know. I haven't really talked about like, you know, like the, the big bad pokey poke and shit like that too much. <laughs> I, I, I haven't shied away from it either. It's just something that's just like, I don't know. Current events generally don't interest me unless they like kind of evoke some sort of idea that, that I want to talk about, you know. So, yeah. which I mean, that has been one that has definitely a lot and I have covered it a lot, but just not specifically that thing, you know, too much. So if that makes sense, yeah, <clears throat> that doesn't, uh, it's not my, my favorite topic just because it's like, well, I mean, what the hell does, I mean, whatever, you know, but I do want to discuss one thing. Um, you are the second person to have the golden EIB microphone. Oh yeah. I, I, don't know. I just yeah. got this for like 30 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what David Fight told me is he got one for like 30 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> well, if you can look, I'll move this up a little bit too. I also put a little bit of the gray in there too because when I nice. first started, I uh, like – and I, I still do too. My like colors are like black, yellow, and gray because like mm -hmm. uh, I consider myself an agorist and like those are the colors, black and gray of agorism. But at the same time, I still consider myself an ANCAP. So I, I like the mixture of all those three, those three colors. So I took the time to just add a nice little touch of the little gray, little finger paint on there, whatever the fuck. Nice. So, yeah. So. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, little, little details. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's always about the little details. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you've been to, when did you start doing your show? Because you, you said you're about 60 episodes in. So about how long have you been doing this thing? About six months-ish, maybe six to eight. I don't know. I'm really... I'm really shitty with time. I could go look it back and see, but it, about so you're doing about like months. two episodes a week, roughly. You were uh, yeah, I think when I I kind of like picked up steam as I went, and I've t I like now I've the past couple of weeks I think I've done like three episodes a week, 
but uh, it depends on how many I have. Like we were talking in the pre, and I usually I will I will release mine. Like I'll record and then release it later. And I just mm-hmm. like the freedom that it gives me. And uh, if I am able to record extra, like if I'm just you know God willing, if I have extra time, you know, in a week, and I'm able to record like three, then I'll record three the next or release three the next week. But usually yeah. it's about two because uh, I don't know my I usually record around when my wife works. So and like her her schedule is <laughs> erratic. So it depends on how much she's working. The more right. she's working, the 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 less I'm getting laid, and the more podcast episodes I'm releasing. So, <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> There's a there's a catch twenty two on that situation then yeah uh, right on man um <clears throat> so you were saying you don't generally cover uh like public stuff you're not that's not kind of what you like doing or whatever you so uh, agorist right I I I think some people that like this show or watch this show may not entirely understand what that means you wanna you wanna explain that to people a little. <laughs> Agorism. Uh, agorism's, I don't know. It's, um, I like to equate it a lot to like objectivism in the sense of that. I mean, not that it's lame, like objectivism, uh, but <laughs> so, someone out there will get upset. But, uh, if Alex Hatch is watching, I'm sure she'll get upset. I think she, she considers herself, uh, kind of akin to those ideas, but, um, I don't know. I, I like to look at it that way in that it's a kind of a, cause a lot of people will be like, cause for example, people like Michael Malice, he mm-hmm. likes a lot of the ideas of it. And a lot of people have been like, are you objectivist? And he's like, no, I don't accept all of the tenets, uh, you know, the major like points of it. And they'll be like, well, why don't you just consider yourself objectivist? And it's like, well, that's because Ayn Rand laid down like these things. And like, this is what an objectivist is. And that's kind of the same thing with Konkin. Um, for example, I know a lot of people get caught up with like, for example, the political side of things. Because big thing with agorism is it's not political. Like uh, Konkin, what's the line? I think he said something along the lines of uh, – something about your our, your means being consistent with your ends. And since our mm-hmm. ends is anarchy, you know, you kind of are essentially living anarchy in, in, in a sense. And uh, a lot of people like to, because agorism's kind of become this catchy thing, in my opinion. And they like, a lot of people like to throw out that I'm an agorism, I'm an, I'm an agorist, whatever. And like, I'd say probably over half of them having a red conkin. And then like, and then even then a lot of them have, but then they will be like, Oh, I'm agorist, but I, I I'm involved politically, which whatever. I don't care. Like, do that, but I mean, technically, that was kind of a big part of Conkin's shit. So it's like, is that <laughs> late? Like, he was pretty like he was pretty consistent with like this is what agorism is, and if that's you, like this is an agorism, which whatever. I mean, labels are labels. Like, who cares? I'm not like some gatekeeper. I don't ever yeah. make a thing of it, but it's like technically <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just your your own personal thinking on the matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and I'm how, not a huge, you, how you look at things. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of labels either. It's just that's the label that m- most accurately accurately describes kind of where my head's at right now. And maybe that'll change later. And I have like minor quibbles with like Konkin's theories, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, agorism, if you want me to go into it, explain it more. I mean, most people of our audience probably know what it is, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think so. I just, you know, anyone out there that was a, a little off. Uh, you mentioned Alex Hatch. Uh, Alex Hatch. She's uh, uh, brilliant. I, I like her and Barbara. They're very funny. Yeah, um, cool. They were on the show. Um, uh, but <clears throat> so uh, as far as not covering the, the whatever's going on in the, in the course of whatever day or week or whatever, mm-hmm. is there a reason that it, is it just literally not interesting to you? Or is it like you're like, well, I can't do shit about it. So fuck it. Like, how's that work out? A bit of both. I mean, because I used to be a huge current events junkie. I was good at following everything, like every like uh, 
foreign policy type thing. Every every little thing I was like pretty much on it and covering. But just the past year has just been like hyperdrive, and I just like I don't I don't know if it's just me and I'm like an all or nothing kind of guy. But like where I wasn't able to I wasn't able to follow current events to a spot to a point to where I felt like competent on what was going on because so much happened this past year that I guess I just kind of fizzled out and I just like. I mean, I don't know, don't get me wrong, I still like pop in here and there, like on certain current events, but it's definitely not my focus. I'm far more interested in, you know, I don't know, like getting myself to a better spot and then like also trying to further the message of like that kind of stuff of like, you know, creating dependent or independence and stuff like that in your own life. And uh, I just kind of like, I feel like most current events thing, sort of just kind of like you just kind of get... I don't know. They're almost, they need a lot of more times are a distraction from like larger things going on. So, I mean, I don't know, especially the day-to-day shit. I mean, you can pay, yeah. I like to pay attention to some of the bigger stuff, but especially the day-to-day stuff is a lot of time. It just, is kind of an illusion. Cause it's like, I can't tell you how many times like some normie friend of like, what do you think about this bill? Like, da, 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 and they're going to take away the guns or this or that. And I'm like, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Like <laughs> most of the time it's just horse shit. And you're like, well, this is just so-and-so just doing a political play. It's not going to go anywhere. Like, who cares? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah. and the same thing happens with, like, our type people, like ANCAPs, like, in, you know, anarchists, agorists, libertarians. They do the same shit where they'll be, like, they'll get caught up on the, the daily grind of, like, this bill or that thing. And you're, like, sometimes just, like, who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get um, – I guess my concern in those situations is that well, okay. As far as like, uh, they're going to take away the guns. They're only going to take away the guns from people that just give them up. Yeah. That's like, I mean, it just don't give them up. And, and I'm not talking about a boating accident. I'm talking about Magnus Panvidia, that bitch, and don't give them up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, and I don't mean that to, to be anything. Like, I'm just saying that dude's got the backbone to be like, make me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, it depends on the it depends on the situation. I, I get what you're saying. If you feel comfortable to throw the big middle finger up and say, "No, I'm not turning him in," I mean, I I generally would probably advocate the you know the the I lost him in an accident type thing because I know depending on who you are, if you are like someone like Pan Video with like you know a single dude that's all about it, fucking you know. I guess all, if you have like, family and babies <laughs> and everything, yeah, sure, it yeah. might change the game a little. Um, yeah, and, and even then, like I'm a big fan of the the thought process of like you're no use to anybody in jail or dead so like if you can throw a big middle finger up and you can and you feel like you're gonna be okay but at the same time i i mean that's kind of a big thing with agorism a lot of it is about a lot of people like accuse it of being like oh you're what are you gonna do live out in the woods blah blah blah. but it's like a big part of agorism is the gray like in how it's not black or white and you do what you can and it's like you're no use. Like it, there's literally an equation in uh, in um, I don't know if it's an NLM or Agris Primer, but it's uh, in one of the books of like when you should take a risk with like a you know like say like tax evasion or something. Like there's right. literally like he made an equation and it's like to ev- evade getting in trouble or any sort of major trouble. Like so, like you're no use to anyone in jail. Like it, I, I'm more of a like you know push it to the limit to where you can find where the line is and just stay right at that line and keep pushing the line further and further. You know what I mean? There's no point in crossing the line. I mean, maybe you can make a case for broader, like, you know, maybe like a martyr or whatever, but I don't know. I don't th- personally, I'm not, a I don't think anyone that. makes a case to be a martyr. Like, I don't think that's a thing that anyone's like, I'm going to be a martyr today. Yeah. I think that it, you know, it just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's happenstance that people just, get in a situation and their response to that situation causes 
whatever, you know, mm -hmm. outcome. And, and that's, it just happens. I don't think, I don't think uh, anyone know, like uh, we go from Jesus to MLK to Malcolm X to whatever. I don't think any of them woke up that morning and went, you know what I'm going to do today? <laughs> I'm going to go be a martyr. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it just happens. Um, yeah. I mean, some people consciously make the decision and that's fine. More power to you. I just, I think tactically, generally speaking, not always the best idea. Sometimes it is though, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of where I'd stand. Yeah. It's a weird, that's uh that's where I've, uh, I've, I've run into trouble with it is that I, I do agree with you. Like if you have a family and, and children and this doesn't go for everyone because some people with family and children will go, look, man, there is a, a line in the sand and if it gets crossed, I'm going to push back with whatever I need to push back with. But I do, uh, I do agree with you that like some people have more to lose than others. And I don't mean that like uh, without irreverence because losing your life, for instance, right. Is a, that's a, that's a big, that's a big fucking deal. You know what it's I mean? Game over. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. a, you better, I don't know where you are, at least religiously, but you better hope you're on the right side of it one way or another. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, a common example I like to use to illustrate what I'm getting at here is there was a uh, – I, I wish I could remember more details. I'm going to have to like look this up on these days because I use it frequently. But uh, there was a fucking dude who got pulled over, and I, I don't remember all the details, but like I don't think he was doing anything necessarily wrong. I don't think it was like expired tags, something stupid. And he got pulled over by the cops, and they were trying to get him to get out of the car. And he kept being like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, I just want to go home. Please leave me alone. And they, like, in, in the end, they end up tasering him multiple times, like, trying to yank him out of the car over and over again. And they were just straight up assaulting him. So from, like, our perspective, I don't know. I guess I don't know if you're, like, an anarchist, too. I'm assuming you are. Um, but Maybe, uh, yeah. yeah. Probably my, maybe a little more than you are in a way. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, from, like, my perspective in this situation, anyways, what ends up happening is a dude gets yanked out of the car after being assaulted multiple times by the cops. And he, when he comes, when he finally does get pulled out of the car, he yanks out his gun and blows them both away. And like, my point I'm getting at here is like, I think that's morally a hundred percent in the right. Cause they were assaulting him. He defended themselves. They made, they like, it was self-defense through and through, in my opinion. I know a lot of people, anyone listening to this probably status is probably just like pulling their hair out right now. Cause like, Oh my God, how would you say that? But he was perfectly polite. He wasn't doing anything wrong aside from, you know, maybe in your status paradigm he was not yours but you know the listeners or mm -hmm. whoever status out there but nothing wrong but tactically that was pretty dumb because like the, like that dude is gonna probably sit in jail for the rest of his life if not get killed so like well what, what did he get honestly, out of it? he's probably gonna get killed yeah and, and what did he get out of it like yeah. <laughs> so it's like morally completely okay and if anything i'm kind of like more power to you buddy i just i i wouldn't do it if that's what you want to do go for it i'm, I'm yeah. definitely not gonna yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I fully can, uh, can support that and understand that. I guess my, uh, my outlook is that I, in a way, uh, I kind of look at it that it's like, if you're not willing to take the risk, right, yourself, then it's, it's kind of the, the same argument as the, well, if you don't vote for this candidate or this candidate, you wasted your vote. And it's like, no, actually, that I don't, I don't actually fall in that. I look at it that if you're voting for the least of two evils, you wasted your vote. And also voting's fucking stupid, but mm. you know, <laughs> like, um, but I, I mean, I guess I, you know, I, I understand your, your uh, perception, your point there. I just think that, um, that 
I, I got mad respect for those people that are like, no, I am willing to take the final solution if necessary uh, to to protect myself, even though it almost never works for them. Yeah. You know, um, but it's, you know, maybe if more of us did it, there would be less of the that shit happening, I suppose. I mean, but the problem is, is will people do it? And when should they do it? And, you know, like, who are you? And like, until you're confronted with it, then it's a different situation. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but yeah. I understand your, your perception on that. Yeah, Especially about, when you got wife and children and yeah. all this stuff. You know? It's all about, all about all about tactics, really. It's like I put out a tweet yesterday that said uh, the state by its very existence breaks the NAP, but it's like so you know any 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 action against the state to uh, in order to get like recompense or self defense is completely okay. I mean, it literally just I mean, I guess it depends on what your ends are, but it's like, self defense. Yeah, it's self defense in a sense, but at the same time, it's like I can't remember how I word it, but essentially what I was getting at is that all that really matters is tactics. Because, yeah. you know, we want to get rid of it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, the boog per se. It depends on how you define it. Because I mean, there, there's, you know, people define it multiple ways. Civil War, 1776. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm completely okay with, like, a collectivized defense. I think that's great. You know, if we could get something like that together. Like, I don't know if you've heard of Freedom Cells. Like, the end goal of that would be something along those lines to where it's like, hey, hey Johnny's getting red flagged. All right, call up the Freedom Cell fucking and they show up in force and say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah. Know? I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. I'm all about it. But now like when you're, when you, so that's like tactics is what I'm talking about. So that's why like, I'm all for it in a sense. I just, I think you gotta be smart in how you go about doing things. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, well, tactics is obviously the, probably the most important thing in any situation, rather it's business dealings or, or what, I mean, even if you're just in there, like trying to, to get a new job or whatever, how you, you know, there's some tactics involved in that situation of how do you negotiate for better wages, better benefits, whatever you, you know, you can't just be like, well, fuck you pay me this much or else is there gonna be like, uh, no, <laughs> like, you know, you gotta, you gotta work it out. You know what I mean? Oh, homie's got a PBR. We are rednecking it now. Fucking white boy <laughs> summer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, based on, uh, uh, oh shit. See, you made me lose my train of thought. God damn it. <laughs> um, now yeah, well, the show is called derailed, so it's fine. Um, and it'll come back eventually, but, um, what the fuck's up, Reed? <laughs> Religion is fake and gay. Yep, it's fake. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the, he just does this. He just likes to troll me and like torture me because he knows that I am Christian. So, <laughs> especially when he knows I'm talking to an atheist, he's like, I'm gonna fuck with him now. Like, it's all good. yeah. Um, but you know, uh, that, that's I, I guess one of those situations too. Tactics, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, so, uh, well, fuck, see, I lost, I completely lost my train of thought. He derailed me. You talk for a minute while I re recoup my, my thinking. All right. So religion is faking. <laughs> uh, you, I did think it was kind of interesting. You did, you, you mentioned tactics and to bring it back to religion. I used to be, you know, a angry atheist. And I do think personally, I'm of the opinion that I would rather someone come to their conclusions uh, from a logical perspective. And my opinion is that like your religion is kind of illogical, 
to some extent. And I, I obviously we have disagreements there, but I have found that, you know, as with a lot of things, it helps if you're not a cunt about delivering message, yeah. messages. So uh, the angry atheist or the angry anarchist or whatever, I think generally that's the shittiest tactic to go about. I know that's another thing with me being an agorist or, or like, Christianity or yeah. anything else. Yeah. And me being yeah. an agorist, I know that's a common thing. People like get mad like at agorist people who advocate not utilizing the political system in any way, shape or form. You know, mm -hmm. whether that be like to fucking say with like the LPMC takeover and shit and like, you know, being like, oh, we're going to use this for messaging. Like, I I don't agree with that. I have my reasons, but I generally try to not be a cunt about it. And I don't really even make a thing of it unless someone asks me about it. Because if I'm a cunt about it, then you just come off some hater that's trying to be like a dick. Right. <laughs> you know, and right. then everyone yeah. just immediately dismisses you anyways. So, you know. So. Yeah. People don't listen to people that are mean to them. It's weird. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, it's shocking weird human reaction to hey if you're going to be a dick i'm just going to ignore you yeah like uh that's true uh, <laughs> weird i don't know yeah. um <clears throat> so um to the to the oh real quick i did also want to say another big reason not to be a dick too is because you could be fucking wrong that's one thing yeah. i think people need to remind themselves all the time no matter what it fucking is you could probably be wrong so like i think you need to approach basically everything with some sort of humility of like I could be wrong because damn near every position I've arrived to, I've, I was at a different position at one point and I yeah, probably will be sure. at a different position for a lot of these things another time too. So it's like, why be a cunt? Cause it's just something that I'm most likely going to look back at like five years from now and be like, Oh, I was a fucking asshole. Where's the line between base and being a dick? <laughs> That's a good Dude, question. I, uh, once again, whenever you figure that out, Reed, you let us know. <laughs> My opinion is on that real quick. I think when you're talking about dealing with people, especially like ideas, it depends on who your audience is. So being nice or like I think it works better in like one-on-one -on -one or more private situations. But the whole based thing or like being like fucking with people online or slam dunking, I actually think it has its utility, you know, as long yeah. as you're making a point. But I think it has to be in a situation where you know you have onlookers. Like if I'm shitting on fucking, I don't know, say Castly, the fucking um, – What's his name? He's a fucking uh, neocon. If you're being a dick to him, like, who cares? But don't expect to fucking, don't expect to get him to come to your side. That's not the point. What you're trying to do is create a spectacle for other people to see. So you're humiliating this person for the purpose of showing everyone else, like, a message that you're trying to drive, you know? I so, kind of feel like Archie would say that's a violation of the nap. No, I could. I would kind of say Archie can eat a dick. <laughs> okay, uh, there's the difference right there. He just answered it for you, Reed. That's the difference between based and being a dick. Um, <clears throat> I would say this, like uh, you know, there. I I saw a tweet. I think I mentioned it. Well, no, I know I mentioned it last night, um, where someone said, you know, just uh, so everyone knows, more pe more children died at Waco than Sandy Hook. I see that as just super based. Super base. <laughs> uh, very many people did not see it the way I saw it, but I saw it as super based. Like I was like, damn, like that just, and that's all it said. You know what I mean? It was like, it was, it was such a good point that it was like, you know, anyone, obviously us and anyone in the chat here knows, or, or the viewers know that what that means is the U S government is more likely to kill you than any of these little sociopaths mm -hmm. that run around you know what I mean? Um, yeah. now, if you so, mentioned that to someone whose kid died at Sandy Hook, all right, I would never do that. I <laughs> would never. Yeah, that's, then that's you'd be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I 
if you were like, well, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, but, you know, no, that would be a dick move. That's not base. That's dick. That's Alex Jones' dick move right there. Reed says, I honestly don't think I'm a dick unless I'm talking about, I'm going to swap out words here so we don't get taken off, those that sit above in shadow, in which case I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> um, I, I actually agree with him on that. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I love uh, posting no, for that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Um, the, the, the oven people, when you're, when you're going after them, it becomes problematic. Dude. Right, real quick, I think it was you, or maybe it was another live stream. I was in the comment thing, and I typed in like the Jews, J O O O L S, and mm -hmm. like thinking because it, it won't let certain comments be viewable. And yes. I went and looked at it from my other account to see if it was viewable. No, it wasn't viewable. And I didn't say anything else inappropriate at all. I think I just said something about like I wish I could remember what it was, but just it literally censored Jews spelled wrong. Like just J O O O O S. <laughs> they, well, they're just getting better at their, yeah. their nonsense, you know. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's fucking uh, based. <laughs> that's an interesting. Like they don't know what you're talking about when you say that. So you know. Um, by the way, unlike Reed, uh, I'm not anti their their religion. I'm just anti what they're doing. Yeah, uh, it from their homeland, so to speak. Um, anyway, yeah. that aside, uh, <laughs> we 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 covered some of that last night. We don't need to recover it tonight. But um, <laughs> uh, are you familiar with uh, Colleen Noir? Colleen Noir, yeah, I, I'm familiar. Yeah. With him. He's, he's usually pretty good. I, I dig yeah, him so far as he, you know. He's pretty good. He's not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Uh, like he doesn't have any videos fucking nearly as based as like Reed with like, look at this little boomstick that I have. That's like, I might get a splinter and you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. By the way, that's probably brought more people to his side and, and turned people away from him than anything he's ever done. Anyway, um, he put out this great video today. I don't know when he put it out, but I saw it today uh, where they just took uh, that sociopath. They want to run the ATF. Um, and, and, and Dawson made a very good point last night. They're all sociopaths, but he's maybe among the top, uh, lately. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, anyway, he, uh, he put out this video, which is just all the best questions that were essentially asked of him. Right. Uh, and it was a pretty good video except for what's, what's that chick from Hawaii, the Senator Hororo oh, or whatever the fuck her name is, right? M Mama Gabbard fucking with her mommy milkers. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not the Congresswoman, uh, the, oh, the Senator Hororo. The, the Asian chick or, who fucking, yeah, I don't know her name, but I know you're talking about, I, I believe I vaguely know what you're talking about. Yeah, she literally, she asked him a question and I didn't see this. So I, I, I mean, this, I completely missed it. And I know you're not up on all the new whatever day-to-day -day stuff, but she asked him a question that was, where does it say in the Constitution that Congress does not have the ability to take guns away from people? Now, just thoughts. Oh, Your thoughts. Oh, my <laughs> thoughts on... I, I guess I don't really give a shit what the Congress thinks it can or can't do. <laughs> so, like at the end of the day, that's kind of like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I already have guns; they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, like, I mean, for legal reasons, that's a joke. You know, but 
you know, like, because I, I said, I'm not going to be one that will, like, uh, there's a lot of places to hide, you know, so I, I live yeah. I live on the country. I mean, they, they you, you'll have happen. a boating accident. Yeah. I mean, I live probably, like, 45 minutes away from uh, fucking Sal the Agris, so I can go fucking buy a 3D printer or two from him, make some fucking gun that'll probably jam after two shots, you know, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but a gun's a gun, you know, like, yeah. so, like, I can figure it out. I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about 3D printing is that the, the gun debate is kind of over, and it's... Really, well, like, I this, don't this, think it's kind of over. I think it's over. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like. What are you gonna the, do? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't pay attention to current events at all. But like, for example, like here we are, like, and there, what's it? What's his name? Chipman, uh, mm-hmm. some dude who fucking killed a bunch of people at Waco, and here we are arguing. Butcher over, of like, Waco. That's a shout yeah. out to Jessica Green. Yeah. So, so here we here we are. Big, not me and you, but like in general as a nation, we're fucking bickering about whether this fucking dude should be like ahead of the ATF. It's like, isn't that kind of like missing the point? Like, why the fuck do we even have an ATF? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't get, like, don't get me wrong, this guy's a piece of shit, but like, I mean, what, 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 what like, I, I don't know, why are we even arguing about who gets put in there? Like, either way, it's gonna be, it's gonna be shitty. The ATF mm-hmm. is fucking notoriously horrible. Like, they make up, like, fucking, you know, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? The, basically, they, they kind of almost legislate from the ATF, like what is what is okay and what not, isn't. Not basically, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they have a regulatory uh inform. What is it? Regulatory informative status, which means mm-hmm. that they can take whatever Congress says and then they can interpret that yeah. to mean what they want it to mean. So it's uh yeah, it doesn't really matter. I I'm 100 with you. Like um. My biggest issue with him is this person is a fucking sociopath that stood on the 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 dead babies and took pictures and he's proud of well okay I'm sorry Snope said he said that wasn't him so it's you know it didn't happen um, yeah. <laughs> but my no uh, I mean the obvious answer is get rid of the ATF and yeah. also every other government agency ever yeah if there was some shadowy organization that fucking controlled the world it wouldn't really be that dumb of a move right now for them to put this guy here because we had the past year everyone got super fucking based about waco and then now you take the guy and put him in charge of that fucking administrator or in the charge of that fucking organization and now we're like i said we're sitting here bickering about whether this dickhead should be in head of the atf instead of missing the bigger point of why the fuck do we have an ATF? Like, yeah, I don't think that's a. I don't think they actually think he'll get through. I, I honestly, I think it's intentional. I think mm-hmm. it's a psyop. I, honestly, I really do. Because yeah, how are you going to pick the worst possible person you could ever find and throw him up unless you have a just slightly less worse person, right? Yeah. Those that sit and above the like, shadow are uh, crafty, crafty people. <laughs> Uh, that's not what I meant by oven people, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. They, uh, I mean, if really, if there were people running this, I mean, maybe there are, maybe there aren't, but like there were some big bugs running this shit from the top. It's just like, this would be the smartest move. You're probably right. Like maybe that guy doesn't get pushed through. But then what happens is when they push through the next guy, who's just like some nobody. Yeah. They'll be like, well, he's not nearly as bad and he could actually be worse. Honestly. And then it kind of diffuses all that like negative attention that ATF has gotten for the past year. And yeah, we'll push just well, this guy's not so bad. We'll push him through, you know, and same old game, you know, over again. Yeah, it's like uh, do, uh, the, the and that's how I see this whole this 
the the situation now where you weren't allowed to talk about it now apparently you can kind of talk about it uh where did uh doseki's cousin originate right was it mm -hmm. uh in a laboratory was it in uh, uh a fruit market that mm -hmm. we're gonna you know where you sell animals and shit um now all of a sudden they're like no it's okay it might have started there and i'm like wait what what the fuck are you you know it's kind of the same thing when they're like all this ufo shit coming out now from the actual u.s government i'm always afraid when the spooks are screwing around yeah no it's a uh, it's weird shit for sure i uh it's funny too that this year though all this like ufo shit came out and like no one gave a fuck like it was kind of like okay cool like and i was like been i've been one of the biggest like alien people like my whole life like just thought i was like always been really enamored with it just because kind of cool shit and just even me this year, I'm like, I don't, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Like, especially because you it's know like, what it is. I, I could no. tell you, Jose. I could tell you 100. Uh, since Battlestar Galactica, we have not had any really good space shows. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. I'd have to think on that one. I, I mean, that's not even. I'm just saying, like, I just don't even care. For one, it's like I think it's because with everything going on, it's like I have real world shit going on, so it's like yeah. I don't really give a fuck. And then also, on the other hand, it's like. If I'm hearing this information from the the fucking government, I'm already like suspect of like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I do think there are aliens. I'm not sure if they visited Earth, but if now the government's telling me they're 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 visiting Earth, I'm like, I don't know, I'm pretty much in the same place I was before because I don't like <laughs> that doesn't really either confirm or deny shit for me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, whatever. Yeah. We don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, I think mathematically the alien thing is. I don't know how if if you uh, and not SJW math, not two plus two can be five. I mean, like legit math, right? Mathematics as we've known it our entire lives. The mathematical chance of there not being aliens is, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, there is. Like you know, that's let's put it like this: it's way better than you winning the Powerball. Oh yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree. There is probably other life out there, and almost certainly sentient life. Now the the big question is though is like, I mean, we don't really have a firm grasp on how likely it is that like, you know, how hard it is for life to come about. For all we know, it could be like actually way more easier than we think because we we have the whole concept of like the Goldilocks zone. That's how we yeah. determine if like a fucking planet is likely to have life. But and it's all based on our planet. Most likely, it's probably pretty goddamn hard, and there's probably fairly stringent conditions for life to arise. But like, with that being said, it's the idea of like the chances. Like, if you look at statistically, like most likely, it's if there is, it's like way fucking way away from us. So it's mm -hmm. like the fact that they can even get to us is like they would probably have to be light years away. Like the chances that we have life on a planet next to us is like basically infinitesimally small. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, maybe fucking I don't know. In our but, in our own galaxy, yeah, it's probably it almost not even possible. Yeah. So now the fact that if there are people visiting us, it's like it's like don't don't fuck with them because they like we're nothing to them. <laughs> no, because they will destroy us. Like you know, if you're worried about China and America going to war, you ain't got shit yet, buddy. Because yeah. like if these things can travel across galaxies, we're dead. Like yeah. there is no question. They will harvest you for whatever it is they want, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah, that's nutty. Um, I don't know about all that. Or we're an anthill, and they're like, let's study the little, like, apes until they figure out how to, you know, do stuff. 
Um, <laughs> it is funny though the conspiracy that like they're gonna make like an alien thing and like to be like for us to group up together to like fight them or some shit. But it's like I I don't know if that ever happened. It'd be like what the like I don't know. I feel what like what are you gonna people, do? You're still gonna die. Like most people, I feel like be like okay, well they're uh, just let them be in charge because. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are great movies when I was a kid, but in the in the other side of that too is that as an adult, when you actually start to realize that kind of stuff, right? You're like, okay, so if this thing travels across a galaxy or or multiple galaxies, possibly, right? And you, you fought them? No, you didn't fight them off. Shut up! <laughs> like they're gonna. But then again, I also just watched the U.S. military for twenty years fight people in flip flops, and they can't seem to win that either. So maybe you could fight. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Technology well, doesn't necessarily mean better. Well, to bring it back to libertarianism, an anarchic world would actually probably have a much better chance of fending off aliens than a fucking uh, than what we have. Because the thing is, like, but like maybe we could, but. As a nations, we couldn't because the problem is like it's the whole idea of like with nations, you know, the reason why we struggle with places like Afghanistan and shit like that because they're so decentralized. It's not really like one. It's not like a group or a person we can beat and be like, We're, we win. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, you know, I I do think that it is possible that like uh, um, the 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 book, The Watchmen, right, where it's like. They, they fake it to unify the world. I could see that might actually work. Like if a, a, a true invasion mm -hmm. uh, would probably unify most of the world anyway. Enough of it that, it, you know, you might actually have some unity for a minute. Cowboys versus aliens fucking read. They um, have to get their story together big time, though, because I feel like there'd be so many goddamn holes in a fucking alien fucking... Yeah, if they try dude, to push some crazy no shit like that, that's like next level conspiracy shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I never would have guessed the, the, the events of the past couple of years. So, <sighs> dude, yeah, I um, I can't remember what it was. I saw it on Twitter earlier, but they were, it was uh, some lady, and she was asking about uh, prohibition and how it happened, and. She goes, a lot of people blame it on women, but women didn't have the right to vote, which means this was men that voted for this shit. And I was like, ah, okay, technically, um, historically, a lot of votes, that's not really how it happened, right? People were just like, shit just happened and they didn't even know what was going on. A lot of people didn't even know shit was going on. It just, it just did. But it was an interesting situation because I was like, hmm, that's actually... It, that's got more to it than that. So you look at all these people I saw in the comments were like, well, this or that or whatever, you know. And then a couple of people were like, what do you mean? How did it happen? Look at last year. Right. Look at the last 15, 16 months. What do you mean? How did it happen? It, it's the same question of how did Germany pull off what they pulled off? Mm. The same way they fucking just pulled it off over last year. Like how many people, your honest opinion, if they said, well, you know what? We're going to have to actually violently make these people get the, this, this Fauci, ouchie, this jab, this whatever, right? Because they won't do it because they refuse. How many people would do it right now? How many, how many people would what? How, would, would go along with force, it? Would try to force it. 
Uh, I don't know, man. That's a hard one. I, I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm just being optimistic, but I do feel like that wouldn't be tenable right now. Like, and I don't know. I, I don't think it's tenable they could do yeah. it. I'm saying yeah. it's tenable that a bunch of them would try. Oh, the support? Oh, the support. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like especially because the narrative is kind of starting to crumble a little bit. But, I mean, a few months ago, I mean, it would have been a fucking ridiculous amount. Like, I don't know. Maybe upwards of 50? I, I don't know. It yeah. depends because it's so hard. It would have been enough. It would have been a problem. Yeah. I mean – I don't know. It's so hard. Like whenever we talk about shit like this, because I'm in Florida. Uh, I mean, and so like, don't get me wrong. We've had our had our shit, but it's like I also a lot of people kinda, would be like, "Lucky bastard." Yeah. So I'm like, I have a little bit more of a sunny disposition. And a lot of times when it comes to a lot of this COVID stuff, to some extent. Um, but uh, I mean, even then, I'm still a little bit of a doomer in a sense. I very much tried to. I think it was Mobug who uh, came up with it, but I've tried to a little bit here and there popularize the concept of the clear pill. Because, yeah. uh, like, uh, I mean, I'm not necessarily a doomer, but I'm definitely not, like, optimistic either. But it's one of those things of, like, I the clear pill is, like, kind of just, like, a realism of, like, all right, this is where shit's at. If here's the formula to make to make your life possibly better, it's not a guarantee, go fucking do it. Like, this is realism. There, there like, is no guarantee. Like, yeah. No so, matter what, you're going to run into shit, uh, and there's no way around that. Um, yeah. For sure. Um I like Michael Malice's white pill argument better than your clear pill. I would like to, I would like to hope he's more right than you are. But you know, I I'll I'll accept either. Like well, whatever. My, my thing is though, I, I <clears throat> like I think the I guess it depends on how you look at it. Like I do think there is a, a white pill in a sense, and like there's optimism to be had. But I do think there are probably going forward going to be places that fucking go to shit. So because yeah, I for sure. see. I see further bifurcation as things go on, further divide as as you know the decades go on from now. I think we're going to start getting into. I don't know, we're going to have like. You think it's going to take decades before this thing comes maybe, apart? Maybe not decades. Maybe uh, I don't know. I'd say at least a decade. I mean, uh, but decades. I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. I'd say under fifty for sure. But yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, don't know. I agree with you. I, yeah. I'm. I think you're being pretty generous and saying yeah. like that. Um, I yeah. So I see the I see the blue blue states and the cities getting to be way more authoritarian and and vice versa yeah. with the the yin and the yang. I see the the red state rural areas are going to start getting more lax. And I don't. I'm not necessarily. I mean, I'm kind of like playing predictions here. But if I had to guess, I don't think we're necessarily going to get a maybe a secession per se or, or, or a, a explicit nullification or whatever, maybe here and there. But I, I'm, I've been saying soft secession for a while. So like what I'm thinking is going to be in like a decade or two from now, we'll be seeing like, you know, maybe the federal government pushing through shit or maybe not in federal government. Maybe it'll happen in just the blue, the blue cities and shit get further shittier. But then what'll happen is then like the, the rural, like red state areas will be like, yeah, well, we're not doing that. And it may not be like explicit, like well, they're you know, already doing that. Yeah, the the they there. How many uh, quote unquote sanctuary states do we now have, or sanctuary cities, or whatever, right? Where they're like, you know, uh, yeah, we're not enforcing any of your gun laws, or we're not doing any of that. And in some of these states, they've like legit said, if federal agents show up to enforce it, local law enforcement is supposed to 
take them out of the equation and be like, no, you can't enforce it. It's already happening. And what's yeah. curious to me is I spent, I don't know, the last, uh, I don't know when California started it necessarily. I don't even know if it was California, honestly. But the last, what it's been, eight, 10 years or something where they started setting up these sanctuary cities for immigrants, right? Illegal immigrants. Sorry, yeah. my bad, YouTube. Um, the people here without papers. I don't know what they fucking yeah. call them. Um, <clears throat> but anyway. But that's kind of what's going on. The red right. states went nutty, right? And the mm. Republicans went batshit crazy about this. They can't do that. There's laws. Bleh. And now their own states are starting to do the same thing with like uh, gun laws and constitutional carry and, and all that. But more than constitutional carry, it's not like you can just carry your firearm, which, by the way, if you care about the Constitution, I don't because I think it's useless, but they're saying we are going to follow that doctrine that you just can, right? Some of them are even going a step above and saying we will not allow federal agents to enforce federal gun law in our area. It's a sanctuary thing. It's the same damn thing. That's actually the biggest uh, – that's the biggest white pill to me. Well, like, that's what I, that's what I'm getting at though with the white pill, because what I'm trying to trying to uh, illustrate here is that it's not as simple as a binary of white or black. Because I think it's I think the clear pill is a more useful concept because it's the the idea of like, hey, yes, things can be good, but you got to go fucking do something. And even then, it's right. not necessarily it's just realism. So like, I do think there's usefulness for there being you having a period of time with the black and the white, but I think if you're just oh white pill, white pill, like you could be some person living in a city in fucking Cali and be like, oh, the fucking white pill. And it's like, <laughs> not for you, buddy. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So that's, like that's that. what I'm getting at. So it's like, it's like realism. Like, all right, shit's going to get different. Not necessarily yeah. bad everywhere. Not necessarily good everywhere. Here is what's going on. Fucking act accordingly, like right, right, and, yeah. And, I mean, what are you gonna do? You just yeah. have to, yeah. Uh, and, in a sense, you're in a wing it moment. Yeah, and we quibbled yeah. about the time just earlier, but like how long it'll be for shit to go to shit. But it's like, say it even is 40, 50, 60 years from now. I don't think so. But like, let's say it is. You know what? Making those steps now is going to benefit you and your like and your offspring because. Like I've equated this probably more likely your yeah. offspring, but yeah. yeah, I get you. But my point is like, cause like, uh, I, I've, I've talked about this quite a bit. It's been a, a frequent thing. I've talked about this concept and like, like it's kind of like religion. So if you are, you know, like, like what would you assume if you were born in the middle East, I know you're Christian, but let's say you were born in the middle East. What do you think your religion would be? I'm assuming I would be a Muslim. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a little bit rhetorical, but you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so like fucking you would probably be Muslim. So here's the thing. Like you could be right now, like me and you, let's say I lived in Cali and I lived in the city and I could be like, Oh, white pill. Woohoo. Things are gonna be great going forward. And I don't do a goddamn thing. And I just hang out in this area. It's probably going to go to shit. And I could be the biggest anarchist in the world and try to pass this shit on to my kids and so on and so forth. But at the same time, that would be kind of like being an atheist in fucking Afghanistan. It's like, I can try to pass the shit on to my kids, but chances are they're probably going to be influenced by their surroundings and they're probably not sure. going to be. So you are essentially setting your, your, you know, future generations up to just be in there. So like, it's just very much like you need to get the fuck out of there. Like that. that and then like, 
and I get it. It's not realistic for everybody, you know what I mean? But you can make minor steps. Even if you absolutely can't move, there's other things you can do. You can become less dependent on the state. Like I do, I do yeah. that is another thing. Cause I do think it's going to be in the future going forward. You know, we've kind of seen it where we've had like kind of basically like almost like a UBI now in a sense, you know, with the stimmies. No, no so, we have UBI. Yeah. So like, like that's happening. That and right it's a there, massive failure. So, I mean, you know, I'm all about, give me the goddamn stimmies. But the thing is you need to take those stimmies and fucking use it to become less dependent <clears throat> on the state, not more dependent. Cause some people are like yeah. using that to be like, Oh, thank God I can finally pay bills. And whatever. So that's great and all too. But like, don't make that a thing you count on. I mean, if you absolutely have to, and like for some reason your financial situation, you need those stimmies. To, I mean, it, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do, but you definitely shouldn't be counting on them to be able to like, this should be like a cool, I can get more out of debt or whatever. Like you need to be doing shit to get yourself out of the. Well, either, the either more out of debt or better uh, mm. set up for future. Yes. So, so even if you can't move, you can become, you could still be like a full on agorist in the city and be like, I mean, maybe not full on, but you could be pretty goddamn independent from the government in 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 a area like that, and you will be in a better. I still wouldn't advise it for the future, but it's still better than being, you know, being there and also being dependent on the state. You know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, to that point of of that, um, and and I guess just to now just fuck with you in a way. Um, what do you think about there is uh and this is now happening all over the country, but there's the biggest one is probably the the what is it, the Northern Idaho project or whatever, where all these counties in Oregon have now actually voted to leave the state of Oregon and join the state of Idaho because they don't feel like they're being represented, which in all honesty, they're not. Like that's true, right? So uh, this is happening in a lot of places where counties now, the counties or whatever, cities are, are saying, look, th th this doesn't work. We're right here. We border this state. That's better. We want to just become part of that state. By the way, this is not without precedence. This has happened before. Granted, it was also right after the Civil War. But that's not my point. My point is, do you think that would help if... Uh, if if everyone just went, you know what? That's actually a pretty decent idea. Let's uh, let's redraw the state lines and move some some people into different areas for for representation purposes. I don't, I don't know. I have to think more about. That. I don't really know much about that situation. I don't I don't really know honestly much about the two states and how authoritarian either is. But like I mean, I, don't, I have to think about that more. I don't really have like a strong opinion one way or the other. I mean, I always advocate. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my being like, I know a lot of like agorists or non-voting anarchists or whatever you want to call them will like, are like very strict about it. I come from a, a spot of tactics. So mm -hmm. like, I think tactically it's better to not be involved at all in the long run. But like, I don't, I'm not like morally against it. I know a lot of people are like, I like, I very much am, agree with Spooner's take and that it's self-defense and that like, you know, I mean, I mean, I may disagree that it actually works out in the long run, but for you as a person individually, you are doing what you think is going to defend yourself or whatever. And right. so what I'm getting at is um, fucking – I like I'm not against it like morally. I'm against it tactically. But even then, like if there were a situation like say some crazy fucking you know, vote 
was like, say they were going to like take out the income tax and it was actually like a straight up, I forget what the term is, where it's like it straight up just goes to the people, doesn't even go through representatives, whatever. Sure. If they had some crazy situation like that, where it was like, there was no way they could fuck with it. I'll fucking, I'll run to the goddamn voting booth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like, but that's just generally not how it usually works. You know what I mean? Like, so, but even then I would advocate generally not being involved in that sense. Cause I, I do think in a weird way, actually not being politically involved actually has political consequences. Cause like, cause for example, like, uh, let's say a hundred percent of us just this year, just stop voting period. And mm-hmm. like everyone in the world, everyone in the goddamn country just stop voting, stop being politically involved, period. The government would just no longer exist. It would just go away. But I now, kind of feel like they would figure out how to. But I mean, this is this is a ridiculous theoretical, but I'm using the yeah. illustrated point. But now what happens when you get 90 percent, 80 percent, 70 percent, 60 percent, 50 percent? I think the more people who check out, the more people that are like they, they see how many people aren't voting. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, then you'll have like 10 percent that are fucking controlling the whole goddamn country and, and you know, you know, controlling all of yeah, you. But that's like, on you. But my point being is like if you only say there's only 10 percent of people voted, it's like then you have a 90 percent of people who have completely opted out. And like, yeah, maybe they aren't violent, but they clearly you, you got to realize as an elected official that you are riding a tight line and you have people who don't really recognize your authority too much. So, sure. <laughs> like, you know, what I mean, well, yeah, what is it uh, that, that I mean, it's literally in our, our quote unquote founding documents, right? The consent of the governed. Mm. If you lose that consent, you ain't got no power. Like you, yeah. January sixth was an insurrection. No, bitch, you have no idea what that would look like. And trust me, it would not be grandma in there with their little flag taking a picture with a cop. Like, don't don't be dumb. Like that's, and you know, I, I suppose part of the issue for me is that we are getting closer to that, not further away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I I don't like violence, but I'm I'm also a person that understands that violence has a, a role, right? Like if if people are being violent towards you, yes, you're absolutely allowed to use violence to stop that from happening to you or to your family or or whatever the situation may be. Um, the question becomes in these situations. When does the government violate people to a point that violence becomes their only option? I don't know that we're there yet, but I think these idiots are really starting to push their limits. And I don't know where that and I don't want to see it happen. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I, I think that they're I mean, how long has those fucking cages been around Washington, D.C.? I, I think it's a bit of a false binary. I don't think it's as simple as, you know, oh, these people are fucking around and we need to, you know, uprise. It's as simple as, you know, it's like the La Boete quote of, you know, like, uh, God, I'm fucking, I need to get better. I'm like memorizing quotes. But it's like, I, I, don't, I don't expect you to put hands upon the tyrant. I expect you to walk away is essentially what it is. So, like, that's kind of like where my agorism thing comes in, where it's literally if you can just get people to be like, nah, dog, like, then it kind of, I mean, it's not this magical pill. I mean, obviously, if you can somehow get 100% of the fucking people to just do that, it's not realistic. It's a matter of, like, you know, getting a critical mass or whatever. But yeah. it, it is – it's really – yeah, I don't – I mean, obviously, my line would be, like, when they – it's with any other NAP thing, it'd be, like, 
when they come to your goddamn house or whatever, you know, like, I mean, the problem is in this situation. And I mean, I suppose I would look at it from this. Uh, I do agree with you in that regard, except for one thing. Um, and this is going to upset all the stadies. So just bite me uh, that watch this. Um, that happened. Like one of the things that always, this always cracks me up about Liberty Twitter, right? Is whatever's going on. Uh, if anyone ever mentions World War II Germany, right? Then it's, well, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And to me, it's, but it's happening again. And you can look at who's the good one, who's the bad one, how are they shifting perception, how are they doing all these things. And so I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm saying that the possibility exists and we should always use history to make sure that that never happens again or anything like that never happens mm. again. Um, and so I, I suppose that's always been my argument uh, against that when they go, well, it's not the same thing. It's like, no, but it that wasn't the same thing when it happened as whatever they may have uh, mentioned prior, right? But they saw something historically that was problematic. And like, uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter why you see history repeating, you see it repeating. So you should do everything in your power to stop that. My issue, I suppose, that I would uh, I would say to you is that by the time they get to your house, where are your allies? Mm -hmm. Are they already are they already the oven people, or are they? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for I'm, real. I'm not I'm not making no, that up. I, like, I get what you're saying. I, I'm not. This isn't me saying that we should just sit on our laurels and wait till they come fuck us. Um, I, also, to your previous thing of like equating this to the uh, the World War II shit, Germany, all that, Hitler, you know, I think that it is important to make a make a note that is the difference between these two scenarios is a difference of degree, not a difference of kind. It's like, so, like a lot of people will be like, Ugh, it's like, okay, we're illustrating a principle here. In principle, there are a shitload of parallels. Mm -hmm. Obviously, by degree, it's different. It, like, it's. I mean, maybe it'll get worse later. Who fucking knows? But you know. But I'm not saying it all. We should sit on laurels. That's why I mentioned freedom cells earlier. I do think there is something to like people making this binary of like we either need to uprise and fucking have a big old boog, or we need to fucking you know like or just or just you know let daddy government fuck us. Like it's not the same as that. Like you need to. It's the same thing of like you you set up defenses around your house. You put up a fence. You, you maybe have a dog in your yard. You, you have guns. Like you don't just like complete, completely defenseless and be like, Oh my God, like they're here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's why I brought up freedom cells earlier. Like I do think people need to, that's a big one shit like that. Or even just, you know, being familiar with people in your local area. Like, uh, I don't know. Who was it? I think it was listening to magazine video. I used to be big on the boog shit back in the day. And, uh, I think it was whiskey warrior. Or I don't remember. There's been a few scenarios. There was one scenario where, like, literally people from across the nation were literally coming to this dude's house because he was getting red flagged. They, come, they yeah. come to find out later that the situation was a little bit, like, not what they thought. But the point being is, like, that is a thing. We need to utilize this, like, this. They became a militia. Yes. And I do think there's something, too, why the decentralization has been such a flashy word, you know, for libertarianism, like, as of late. Because it is fucking... It makes sense, especially in today's scenario. Like, 
that's why I'm not a big fan of like, I don't know, shit like uh, like centralized things. Because I do think there is something to having like a decentralized system fighting a bat, fighting back. It's the same idea of why you we have such trouble defeating these fucking people in the Middle East because they're decentralized as fuck. And it's kind of the same thing here. Which so I think anytime we have like a centralized movement to fight against a centralized power, then now you just are creating a blocked off little thing that's easy for them to beat. So like, which is in essence kind of. A, in some ways, I mean, it's one of many reasons why I'm not a big fan of like the LP move, like thing that's going on as of late, because I do think we're kind of centralizing and I'm not necessarily against centralization per se, but I do think there's something there and that like you are, you know, essentially, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess just centralizing into a very compact little movement that it's like, say, for example, I love Dave Smith. He's a person who made me an anarchist, but let's say they fucking send him pictures of his fucking kid. I'm like, Hey, yo, uh, maybe here's some talking points. You know what I mean? Like, how easy Ooh. would it be? To, how easy would it be to steer the liberty movement, one way or the other? Um, I mean, we yeah, all like to yeah. act like we're individualists, but uh, you know how many times I've seen people freak the fuck out on people on Twitter as soon as they like say anything bad about Dave Smith? And don't Dave Smith is like probably my number one like libertarian hero. I obviously disagree with him on like that shit, but like I think there's something to be said there. Like, for example, like yeah. Sal the Agris, I've seen him like call out like shit like that a couple times, and people immediately jump down his throat. It's like. It, so I think there's something too, and they don't ever give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't know. There's something to that energy there. I mean, I'm. It's definitely I, not yeah. like a definitive thing, but it, there's something there, you know. So it wouldn't be too hard if you take a centralized individual that's got a whole backing behind him and steered him one way. He could easily steer the movement in a, a different way, you know. So I I agree with that. Um, yeah, that's a that's a I, I do agree with that. Um, what. Well, you know, and the centralization. Um, well, here, this is this is something we'll let you answer, and this is primarily for Reed, David Fye, Jeremy Todd, them. So centralization happened because of them, in a way. Who's they that? want liberty, unity, and they have actually really started to accomplish a lot of that, which. I'm a fan of because it's going to make the Liberty Party more, I guess, powerful uh, going in with, with not everyone just at each other's throats. Maybe you'll be able to get a little more accomplished. But in the same right, then under, you know, like what you've just uh, said, which I don't completely disagree with, you have centralized power to specific uh, uh, people or, or, or areas of concern. Um, so I don't know, defend yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, we're saying the lib unity thing. Is that, is that what you're going to like, yeah, like, because that's what really did this because the Liberty party has never been able to centralize anything. Cause they just fucking fight all the time. And they always uh, have, I but don't know. now this, these guys have really put something together. That's honestly, I'm, I'm not kidding. They really put something together that is – it's got a little force behind it. It's got a little something that might actually uh, give them an opportunity. I think you may be giving uh, the Lib Unity movement a little bit too much credit. And I'm not just say, not saying you're wrong at all. You know, if, Reed, if you're still watching, I'm not, say, not, not shitting on you. But I, I do think had this Lib Unity thing not happened, I still think the uh, LPMC would be doing a whirlwind of a takeover. Because, really? I, you know, one thing I, I want to make it very clear that I, I've definitely said I'm against political shit and stuff like that. 
the LPMC guys, like pretty much all the people I hang out with online, you know, shit talk with everything, pretty much all of them are LPMC people. And I will mm-hmm. say like principally wise, like so far, they're like the shit when it comes to that. I just, that's the one thing I disagree with is mm-hmm. the like utilizing, you know, political, you know, utilizing the political system. Generally, that's basically the only disagreement I have with them. Pretty much everything right. else I agree with them on. Um, but I, I do think, and I, I think that's part of their Michael power. Heist did put something together there. Yeah, I, I do you think that's... You gotta give him credit. Yeah, I mean, that, and then I think that's the power of the LPMC, is that I think they are in a, they are a principled movement within the Libertarian Party, and I think that's why they have so much energy behind them, and why they're going to take over. I think whether they had this LibUnity thing or not, I think they would have taken over. I think the LibUnity thing, I don't know, I'm still very conflicted. I, I mean, I had a whole thing with Reed where I told, where we kind of like Depending on how you define it, we kind of joked with the whole fake and gay are based and awesome. Um, like, depending on how you define it, it can be fake and gay, or how you define it, it can be based and awesome. I mean, generally, the thing I always, uh, I usually uh, use a Frederick Douglass quote, uh, and uh, it's the, uh, I would, I mean, I'm probably going to butcher it once again, but uh, it's, I, I would team up with, uh, I, w- I would join with any man to do good and with no man to do bad. Which, so like, with, so I think with unity, when we're talking unity, sometimes, it has a bad taste because I think unity has connotations of compromise and I have no intention of compromising any of my stances, but if say some commie and me have some sort of thing that we agree on when I agree on them with that, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, that's awesome. But when we disagree mm-hmm. on something, I'm like, no, you're fucking wrong, dude. Like, it's really that simple. Like yeah. my, my agreements with you does not buy you any favor when it comes to our disagreements. Um, so I don't know. And I think, and that's kind of seemed to be what Reed was trying to get at when he was LibUnity. So I don't know. I, I have no idea how this LibUnity thing is going to work out in the long run, but I don't think it was necessary to the LPMC takeover. And I do think the LPMC is going to take over, honestly. So, um, I, that is not something I can disagree with you because uh, all evidence points in that direction um, to the point of, Pennsylvania, for instance, they used a, a something that they have always just been like, yeah, we don't, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna do it, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh hell. Um, anyway, uh, we are a little over an hour, um, and uh, you know, I mean, we keep talking if you want to, but it's up to you. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't want to keep you too long if you don't uh, if you don't feel like staying. So. We can say as long as you want. It's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Um, the yeah, it, as far as that goes, I I suppose I agree with you in that in that regard. That it's uh, I think Mises is gonna run the party in two years for sure. Like they're gonna have every seat, probably in multiple, not only nationally but multiple states, whatever. I think that's basically game set match. And I guess that's where I see where Liberty Unity could be helpful is that there are some outliers that are going to be just that outliers if they don't um, essentially go, look, okay, stop calling them Nazis, right? They're not. That's not true. They're like maybe one or two of them might be kind of crappy people. It seems to me like they're they're able to get rid of them pretty quickly, you know? Um, I don't know, man. I, it's just, 
I don't know. I've I've been I, I I let myself get all like caught up in all this shit for the last few months, and it's got my brain all jacked up. And so there's that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. tell people uh, about your show, what you've been doing, what it is you're focused on, and why the aliens are eventually going to run our planet. <laughs> Uh, like I said before, I'm Jose Galison. I have the No Way Jose show um, or podcast. Um, I don't know my show. I when I first started out, I was very focused on like cultural topics. And I generally typically like to have like a topic uh, that I want to cover. I like to focus on like bigger ideas. Yeah, I know. I spent a month trying to get you on the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you from the beginning. I think it was a misunderstanding because I told you from the beginning if I was going to have you come on my show. I would yeah. want to have like a topic. And so, that sometimes, was a misunderstanding. <laughs> you wanted a topic and I'm like, why? The show's yeah. called Derailed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was talking about coming on my show. But I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'm going on anyone else's show. I'm Anyone listening, I mean, I'll go on any show. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but I mean, like so far as like my show, I typically try to have like topics, generally speaking. I don't know. I'll do different shit. Like I've had Mark Claire on to talk about comics. I had Molly Smash. She was a fucking, a, uh, she's a, I don't know if you know, she's a sex worker uh, who's also run for office, I think in like New York. And we talked about like fucking anime and shit. And like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 every now and then do shit like that. I try not to like, I don't know, try to be a little bit different. So your show is essentially derailed too on topics. It's whatever, whatever comes up. That's what you talk about. I mean, but at the same time, I also kind of talk about stuff I want to talk about too. Like, just really whatever I feel like. I don't know. I mean, I don't like overly define my show. It's just shit that I like. And if you like it too, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> we'll see. I, I 100% overdefine my show. Uh, yeah. People ask, uh, what's your show about? And I go, it's a shit show and it's about whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, no, for, for example, I have a, in, in one that's going to get released this week. I have fucking, I have a health and fitness one as well that I did with, I have Liberty Lockdown on and I also had, uh, oh, for, those awesome. you, you had the, for those of you know, other, other guy named uh, named Travis or confirmed Lanklet on Twitter, I had him on. So he's very much uh, into that kind of shit. So we, we talked about like being healthy and stuff and like working out. I don't know. She better, uh, yeah, cool. I don't just do whatever the he's, fuck I want, really. You just kind of wing it. I like it, man. That's, that's 100% what I'm about. Just like, let's just fucking wing it. It'll be always fun. Uh, that's why, well, honestly, the only reason derailed has been successful is because of Reed on, like, to be honest, but he, he helped pump it up and, and, and shout out things and get everyone going. So, um, you do your show, you've got a couple episodes coming out this week. You were saying, Mm. uh, any expectation as to when, are you just going to drop those on people when you're ready or how's that work? I'm undecided if I'm doing two or three this week, the weeks that I do three, I'll do Monday. I usually do like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I usually release them like the night before, you know, but whatever. So it shows up in your queue. Or if I do two, I'll do Tuesday, Thursday. Um, but yeah, um, I got the the health and fitness one I just mentioned. I also have another one that's a, with Top Lobster. So like uh, just kind of going on over like what he's about and shit, you know, like all that stuff. Uh, I really want to do a quick plug because there's one that I really, really, really do it, man. I've, been, I've, been it push, I've been pushing hardcore. It was a couple episodes ago, episode 58, Schroeder's Story is what it's called. It's this guy that hit me up, he DM'd me, and he told me about some crazy shit that happened while he was deployed. Um, and, I mean, a lot of people, I don't know if you know, but uh, I'm still active duty right now. I have two months left. Uh, is it two months? Yeah, two months. Uh, basically a month. 
But um, yeah, and I'm getting out super, super soon. Uh, he hit me up because he saw like my pinned tweet at the time was like talking about that. And he hit me up telling me about his time in. And uh, I'm uh, an 11 years in. Uh, I'm in the Air Force, so I'm a mechanic. So I'm fairly cushy job. And then he was like, he's been in for less than four because he's getting after first enlistment. And he fucking, uh, he saw combat. So he was, an, he was a gunner in a helicopter. And he did some fucked up shit. And like, we talked about it and, and it was a very powerful episode. We kind of go into reasons not to join and reasons why we joined. Um, yeah, I, I definitely highly recommend that. And then like share it around because it's episode 15. Well, if, if you'll send me that episode, Jose, I will tag that in this yeah. episode. So oh, that people sure. can immediately just uh, click it and go yeah. to it. Cause that'll be uh, awesome. Whenever that drops, yeah. that's or, or is it already dropped. It's already dropped. It's episode 58. So yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so yeah. just ship that to me, and I'll, I'll uh, tag yeah. that thing. I'll, I'll, I'll hyperlink it into the episode. Yeah, that's badass. All right, guys. Um, <clears throat> this has been super fun. Jose's obviously incredibly intelligent, and everyone should follow him. His Twitter and his YouTube are uh, linked down uh, in the description. He also, I believe, you're on most or all of the podcatchers. And they can follow you there. So iTunes, Spotify, whatever you guys go check them out there. Um, this will be the last derailed episode temporarily. I've got uh, some other shit that I need to deal with uh, that I've been not getting taken care of. And so we are going to take a break um, and, and figure that out uh, to correct some circumstances other than that my twitter's in there you can follow me you can ask me any questions you want i may or may not answer you probably not generally um but hey jose man this was awesome i appreciate you doing this bud yeah it was fun fun stuff thanks for having me on yeah later people